And now on the Rotary and Community Services Show, uh, we're going to have a rather special conversation. No, it's not about Rotary. No, it's not about other community service type organisation. But it's something to do with, how shall I put it, it's about reflexology and its possible help in prostate cancer. And I have the lovely Kate Madigan here in front of me. Welcome to the Rotary and Community Services Show, Kate. Thank you, David, for inviting me on today. That's a pleasure, Kate. Now, Kate, before we go any further, I think we should have a bit of an explanation of what reflexology is. What is it, actually? Well, reflexology is a science, and it's based on the principle that there are areas in the feet, the hands, the face and the ears that relate to all the organs and the skin and all the aspects Uh of the body. Okay. And how long has it been around? Oh, it's been around for, we don't know exactly, but we think somewhere between two and a half thousand, three thousand years back in China. Oh, okay. Um, there's, there's lots of research in China that goes back that far. Okay. Um, how, how does it link to sort of acupuncture and some of those other... Ah, well... Reflexology sits alongside um, Mm -hmm. acupuncture and acupressure. It's still used in China extensively and uh, and as I said, it goes back about 3,000 years. Often the Chinese medicine doctors will use the the combination of all three Uh when they're trying to heal somebody or trying to bring the body back to its natural balance. Okay. Am I right in thinking, Kate, that uh, certainly in the English-speaking world, reflexology is probably not as well known as it say, is particularly in say parts of Asia? Absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. And yet it goes back quite a way. Um, there were reflexologists practicing in Europe in the Middle Ages. Oh, really? Yes, but yeah. it wasn't extensively well known because people weren't travelling around the world to the extent that they okay. they do today. Yeah. Um, Certainly as far as the Americas and Europe's concerned, mm-hmm. uh, it was starting to become known about a hundred years ago and there were two or three doctors in the US that were using it uh, for anaesthetics. Oh, okay. um, Just the small yeah. anaesthetics, but uh, yes, it was used and it was probably being used around about the same time that our Western uh, medical doctors were using anaesthetics. Right. right. Uh, is there any sort of particular centres of reflexology in Australia that, uh, or is it sort of fairly widely uh, spread across Australia? It's pretty widely spread. Probably Victoria has more reflexologists mm-hmm. than perhaps any of the other states. Okay. We have our own association, and it's Australia-wide association with branches in mm-hmm. each of the states. We'll come back to that a mm. bit later. Okay. Now, very briefly, how would you describe a sort of normal reflexology session? Well, first of all, I would take down some notes from Mm -hmm. a new new client, uh, find out what sorts of health issues they have, find out what their lifestyle is, because Uh that would help me in terms of how I would work on them. Right. So once I gather that information, I would make them comfortable, I'd place them on a massage bed, Mm -hmm. and then I would... uh, I would wash their feet because Mm -hmm. I would nearly always start with their feet Mm -hmm. and then I would uh, make sure that they're comfortable and I would start to relax them and I can relax people very easily from their feet and then I would start to work through all of the areas of the body by using pressure points on the feet. And can I say to you, listener, I have experienced some of this and it is very, very relaxing. Well done, Kate. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. 
Now, Kate, how I became involved in meeting you was the link between reflexology and prostate cancer. Would you like to just uh, outline how this all came to you? Yes, yes. David, I finished my diploma mm-hmm. and I had a choice whether I would like to sort of specialise in, in something that was of interest to me or whether I generally sort of wanted to gain clients yep. in a, who had a range, range of different issues or stress or, or any other aspects that a, right. that a natural therapist would normally handle. I lost a, a very dear husband uh, about 10 years ago now uh-huh. with prostate cancer. Prior to losing him, I'd also lost a father-in-law with prostate oh, cancer. Yeah. Then my cousin's husband, who I was also very close to, he died of prostate cancer. Um, A few years after my husband died, I married again and my new husband, two years after we married, got prostate cancer. So it's all, it was almost like the way there was a, there was a sign being pointed towards me. Yes. This is the area you must work in. Yeah, and, and how do you see the link in the sort of there's a sort of a plethora almost of treatment for prostate cancer. Plethora is probably a bit strong, but what, where do you see uh, reflexology potentially fitting into that space? I'm not even going to try to suggest that that reflexology can um, cure prostate cancer. We have never made any claims that we right. can cure any form of cancer. That That's absolutely that, yeah. important. Yeah. But what I have seen is that once guys have had prostate cancer treatment, they they, they suffer for a, from a number of dysfunctions. Yeah. Probably the most common ones are is they have leaky bladders, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great frustration to them. And the other thing is their sex life is not the same. In mm. fact, it's often non-existence. Mm. This creates sometimes other health problems for them and often creates a great deal of unhappiness. Uh, It makes them angry and it can also affect their marriage as well. (laughs) Well, having been through this whole procedure myself, let me say that uh, our current medicos don't always see that there are other potential non-invasive type natural therapies that may be of assistance. Uh, I happen to know that Kate's going to devote some time into a little research project she's trying to do. So tell us a little bit about that, Kate. Right. David, I started last year and I thought, if this is the path I want to go down, how do I know that reflexology can help? Right. And the I only had a little bit of evidence of this, and that's from a study that was done in Denmark, and mm-hmm. that was done in 1998. And it wasn't conducted with guys that had had prostate cancer, but it was conducted with guys who had had, had prostatitis, which is inflammation yes. of the yes. prostate, yes. and it's very common. Mm. Often those guys would go to, to, their, to their GP, and who would send them to a specialist, and they would have some invasive surgery. Mm. Uh, there was a school of reflexology in Denmark that decided they would get their students to, to work on this problem. In that study, there were, I think it was about 78 guys. Mm-hmm. Um, who a were, number. Yeah, it was a decent yeah. research project, yeah. yes. Um, they were worked on and they were given 13 treatments of reflexology mm-hmm. over okay. a period yep. of you know, for 13 weeks. As a result of that, 65% of them experienced a, a reduction in their need to, to urinate. Mm-hmm. 67%, and I have to read these yeah, stats because yeah. it's important, um, experienced a better bladder pressure. Mm-hmm. And 80% experienced reduced sexual problems. 
and 60% induced re, um, had a general improvement in their, their general health conditions. So to me that was telling me, well hang on, reflexology actually can help with the prostate. But then I started to think, well, well if, these, if guys that have had prostate cancer don't have a prostate, how can I assist? But reflexology, if you, the pressure point for a certain organ in the body, mm-hmm. even if that, bod, that, that organ has been removed, mm-hmm. you can use that pressure point and it will make the whole area around there a whole lot healthier. Oh, okay. and, and that's, that's been my experience in doing a fair bit of yeah. reading about that. So I thought, well, let's give this a try. So I visited a number of the prostate support groups mm-hmm. and talked to the, the guys there and asked them were they willing to give it a try. So since last October, I've had a number of men come to my clinic and I have been working on them. I've, I can say that I have had somewhere between 85 and 90% total improvement in their bladder issues mm-hmm. and as far as their, issue, their sexual issues it's varying a little bit mm-hmm. somewhere between no change and for some 100% improvement so and it's very right the way scattered along, scattered right? along the yeah, yeah along okay. the way mm-hmm. so that's been great for them mm-hmm. it's been good for me and it's it just tells me basically, David, I need to continue with this research. So how long do you think you'd like to carry this on? I'd like to carry this on for another year. Oh, mm. well, well mm. done. There's a professional association uh, with this, isn't there, Kate? Absolutely. We've yeah. got about a thousand members in Australia. A thousand members. Mm-hmm. How can uh, any of the listeners find some more information? Okay, they can go onto our website and I'll just give you the web address. Yeah. It's www reflexology.org.au Could we have that again please Kate? It's www.reflexology.org.au And just just very briefly, how long has this association been going in Australia? Uh, It's been more than 20 years now. Okay, now if somebody wanted to contact you Kate to find out uh, a little bit more about your research project how can they do that? Okay, they can ring me on my mobile number uh-huh. and that's 0408 661 863. Uh, uh, just again, please, Kate. It's 0408 661 863. And I probably should add, uh, David, that I'm in Brighton. Okay. So, so that people know that so that's where I'm situated. But I do get guys coming to see me from all around Melbourne. That's good. Okay, thank you for being on the Rotary and Community Services Show. Thank you very much, David, and have the opportunity to talk about this research. Kate, a pleasure. Yes.